episode 120, the Podcast Connect show. Today is all about Apple Podcast Connect and the brand new podcast analytics that everybody has been waiting for. And you are listening to episode number 120 of Mike Murphy Unplugged. Learn, create, move forward. I am your host, Mike Murphy. I'm a one-man band. I'm a technology junkie. I love helping people figure things out. And I am really excited to be here with you today. The goal of Mike Murphy Unplugged, it's to help you learn what you need to know in order to create online content so you can move forward in business and in life. So welcome to this episode 120, the Podcast Connect show. Today, we're going to discuss what is Podcast Connect by Apple and what are the new podcast analytics all about. So part one today, we'll look at the features of Podcast Connect to manage your podcast, launch a new podcast, and resources to learn all about podcasting. In part two today, I will give an overview of the new podcast analytics, which is a new feature located inside of Podcast Connect. But before we get into it, I want to first wish you all a very happy holiday season, and I hope Santa is good to all of you. Okay, so what is Podcast Connect? Well, it is a website made by Apple, and it is basically a portal for podcasters that was released in 2016. And the purpose is to manage, validate, and submit shows, aka podcasts, not episodes. It is also the home to podcast analytics to view statistics and data on your podcast and episodes. So basically, Podcast Connect is a website slash portal where you can manage existing podcasts, you can launch new podcasts, and you can view analytics and performance of your existing podcast. Side note number one, you may also see or hear Podcast Connect referred to as iTunes Connect or iTunes Podcast Connect or Apple iTunes Connect, which are all referring to the same thing. And it really just seems like Apple has not quite finalized their name and all of their branding. In fact, when you first log into Podcast Connect, you're going to see the title of the page in the upper left corner, and it says iTunes Connect. It is my prediction that if we just stay a little bit more patient, that Apple starts putting quite a bit more effort into their podcasting platform. We're going to see some more tools over time for creators, and they're going to clean up the inconsistencies, hopefully. Side note number two, this is more of a warning or disclaimer. If you are just checking out Podcast Connect and you're a new podcaster, or if you're an experienced podcaster, the first thing I want to tell you is do not mess with your RSS feed, the URL, and probably don't mess with the mirror URL either, unless you absolutely know what you're doing. Always use caution with your RSS feed, as that is how your listeners subscribe and get updated every time you release an episode, so you do not want to break that link between you and your listeners. All right, let's get into it. Podcast Connect. Manage, validate, submit shows, and learn about podcasting. To view Podcast Connect, simply open up a web browser like Chrome or Safari and go to podcastconnect.com. Please note there is an S after podcast, so it is plural. If you do not pluralize podcasts, you are going to go to Podcast Connect, which is also a podcasting site, but it is not the one by Apple. This likely explains the naming quandary Apple is in, but I suggest just putting a bookmark in your browser so you can jump right to that link. Command D in Chrome will make a shortcut for you, FYI. All right, to log in, you're just going to use your Apple ID and password that is associated with your podcast, or just use your Apple ID if you do not have a podcast yet. When you first log in, you're going to notice that the site is pretty bare bones. There's not a lot of stuff going on there. So let's look at managing a podcast. Every podcast that you have created, both new and old, will be in the Podcast Connect page for you to manage. If you do not already have a podcast, you're probably just going to see an empty text box. This is where you're going to paste your RSS feed when you're ready to launch your podcast. More on that to come. 
If you have a podcast, you should see the cover art when you log in, or if you have several, go ahead and click on your cover art, and this is how you're going to manage it. The managing features that you're going to see are checking the status, refreshing your RSS feed, updating your URL, again, which you're going to ignore, right? You also can hide your podcast. You can delete it, which for obvious reasons you should also ignore. The two things that you're going to use the most in Podcast Connect to manage your podcast is status and refresh feed. When your podcast is active and healthy, you will see a green dot. If it is red or another color, there is a problem that you need to fix. So another side tip moment here. You should always be subscribed to your own podcast. And every time you publish a new episode, just open up your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Overcast. Also check in iTunes and just make sure that your podcast shows up when it should. Do not panic if it doesn't show up right away. Sometimes it's quirky and it takes a little while. But if something feels wrong and you know that your podcast really should be live by now, go check the status inside of Podcast Connect. That's what I typically do. I've had very few problems with my podcast over the entire time. But not too long ago, I accidentally put something in there like an ampersand or a percentage symbol, some special character that you would type in, and it messed with my RSS feed. It didn't update in iTunes or in my Apple Podcasts, and I kind of knew something was wrong. So I logged into Podcast Connect, and sure enough, there was not a little green dot next to my podcast, so I knew something was wrong. I then went back into the main file of my podcast. I went through the ID3 tags. I saw that there was something weird in there, so I changed it. I fixed it. I re-uploaded my podcast to Libsyn, which is where I host my podcast. I saved it out. I went back into Podcast Connect. I just refreshed my feed and everything was fine. The light went green and all was fixed. So whenever you're having any issues with a podcast or maybe you published an episode and it's not showing up in iTunes, don't panic, but just sign into Podcast Connect and check the status. And as far as refreshing your feed, which is what I did in this last example, it is not usually necessary, but if you did make changes to your podcast metadata and it's taken a really long time to update in iTunes, you can manually refresh your feed and it's not dangerous. There's not much risk to it. So I don't think it's best practice to be constantly refreshing your feed. I think it's taxing on the Apple system, so they don't really encourage you to do it all the time. Show a little bit of patience, but if you do think something's wrong, just know that it is there and it works really well. And right next to the option to refresh feed, you can actually see when the last time Apple refreshed the feed automatically. And this can be helpful in troubleshooting situations. Next thing you'll see in Podcast Connect is something called Mirror URL. This is a permanent link to your RSS feed, okay? So if your listeners were to subscribe to your podcast via the mirror URL, they are automatically redirected to your RSS feed inside of their podcast app or iTunes. So the benefit of using the mirror URL is that you could actually change the address of your RSS feed or the URL without losing your subscribers. I have never messed with the mirror URL and I strongly encourage you to just completely ignore it unless you know what you're doing. If you break the connection between your RSS feed and your subscribed listeners, they will no longer be updated every time you release a new episode. That is a bad thing. Rule of thumb, just don't mess with your RSS feed and you'll be okay. Okay, moving on. If you look to the bottom of the page, you're going to see a couple links. You'll see view in iTunes. So you can click on that link and you can go check out how your podcast looks in the iTunes store which is always a good morale booster, by the way, if you're feeling a little down. You'll see something called Hide Podcast. That allows you to keep your podcast active, but it will be undiscoverable or unlisted in iTunes. Not sure when you're going to need that, but it is an option to hide your podcast. And finally, Delete Podcast. That is self-explanatory. Okay, so that is the managed part of Podcast Connect. 
where you can check the status of your podcast, you can refresh your feed, you can update your URL, and you can copy your RSS feed. You can view in iTunes, you can hide your podcast, or you can delete your podcast if that is what you really need to do. So the next feature I want to point out in Podcast Connect is one that I like as an online educator, and that is the resources and help library in Podcast Connect. There is a plethora and a rabbit hole full of information all about podcasting. I find this help library to be a secret little gem. It is a great place for beginners looking to create and launch a podcast. It has great resources for experienced podcasters who just want to learn more about their craft. And it is also good for educators like myself to stay current for tutorials and to get insights. This library of resources has news, videos, guides, and it is constantly growing. And you can find the resources and help in the little drop-down menu in the upper left corner of Podcast Connect. Okay, so now you know, Podcast Connect is the place to manage your existing podcast, and it also has a library of guides and resources and FAQs that teach you how to create and launch a podcast and to use all of the features. The third feature of Podcast Connect that I want to talk to you about today is validating and submitting your podcast. And these two steps can be done at the same time, and it is the last steps that you do before you go live to the world with your podcast. You will follow the same process if you are brand new to podcasting or if you are adding another show to your existing podcast. I'm not going to go into RSS feeds today, but they are the backbones of your podcast and how your listeners subscribe to your podcast. Your RSS feed just looks like any other text link to a website. For example, mine is mikemurphy.co forward slash feed forward slash podcast. Your RSS feed is located usually where you host your podcast, such as on Libsyn or on your website if you are using the PowerPress plugin by Blueberry, which is how I do it. When you are ready to launch your podcast, first what you're going to do is copy your RSS feed to your clipboard, Command-C. Then you're going to log into podcastconnect.com you're going to click on the little blue plus symbol that you'll see in the upper left corner. That's going to open up a little empty text box. You simply paste in your RSS feed there. Command V. Then you're going to hit the validate button first. You hit validate before you hit submit. If there are no errors, you're going to get a green light that says your podcast feed has been validated. If there are errors, you just need to fix them in order for you to proceed to the next step. So once your RSS feed has been validated, you are then going to press submit, which is right next to the validate button. And then you are almost a podcaster. You are going to get an email right away that tells you that iTunes has received your podcast and it is under review. They're going to review it for quality and content. And then in the next 24 to 48 hours, you will receive email number two that tells you that you have been approved and you are now listed in iTunes. Congratulations. All new podcasts today that want to be listed in the iTunes directory, which is pretty much all of them, uses podcastconnect.com now to submit and manage their podcast and to analyze and track their performance with the final part of today's episode, which is the overview of the brand new podcast analytics. Podcast analytics. Available to podcasters in December of 2017. And you can find the link to Podcast Analytics in the same little drop-down menu in the upper left of podcastconnect.com. Okay, Apple's definition or description of Podcast Analytics is as follows. It is a data visualization tool that gives you insights into how users are listening to your shows and episodes in Apple Podcasts. Okay, A data visualization tool that gives you insights into how users are listening to your shows and episodes in Apple Podcasts. Insights of show and individual episodes over time. Okay? 
This was a highly anticipated feature from Apple as podcast statistics have always been pretty basic, such as you can only see the number of downloads or the geographic locations, but Apple is providing more listener behavior data. This is key. How are people listening to your podcast? For how long? Do they make it to the end or do they stop part way? Now, podcast analytics, I'm going to tell you, is very much in beta form. There are some caveats, which I'm going to go into in a minute, but it is a great start. And the potential could have a significant impact on podcasters for creating higher quality show. And I think it's also going to impact advertising and sponsor deals, aka money. So here is the very surface level cheat sheet for podcast analytics. And again, you can find it in the drop down menu in the upper left corner when you sign into Podcast Connect. You'll also see Podcast Connect and the Help and Resource Library. According to Apple, the data that you see inside of Podcast Analytics started on September 19th, 2017. So that is when they started pulling data, September 19th, 2017. So any episodes or shows before that date, there is going to be no analytics. Okay, this is important. This is the thing that you need to know about Podcast Analytics. The data that Apple is collecting is only for users that are using iOS 11 or later and iTunes 12.7 or later, okay? You are only gonna see statistics if your listeners are using an iPhone or an iPad that is running iOS 11 or later, or they're listening on their computer using iTunes 12.7 or later. So if the majority of your podcast listeners are Android users, well, these podcast analytics are not going to be that valuable to you. I tell you this mostly so you don't feel discouraged when you log in and see your podcast analytics for the first time. I can tell you I was not impressed by my numbers. But remember, this is brand new. It's still in beta, so time will tell. I imagine, though, that podcasts with very large audiences will be able to use the new analytics in many different ways. So I won't go into detail about everything available in the analytics, but here is an overview of what you can see in analytics. There is a tab for shows and one for episodes, so you can get the big picture view and you can also break it down by episode. For shows, you're going to see a column labeled Unique Devices. Any iOS device using iOS 11 or later that are played your podcast will be counted. If someone was listening to your podcast on their iPhone and then they put that down and jumped on their iPad to finish listening to the podcast, that is going to count as two unique devices. Next, time listened. This is the sum of how long users have listened to your podcast. Then the third column, time per device, the average time spent listening per device. There's also a date picker in the upper right if you want to see analytics for a specific time period. Again, there's not a lot of data right now, but that will be valuable over time. And while you can't see any names or anything detailed about people, you can now see a breakdown of subscribers versus non-subscribers, which can be very helpful. Are you educating your listeners to subscribe to your podcast? And by the way, you are subscribed to this podcast, correct? You can see the top countries by devices. So where are people listening to your podcast? And at the very bottom is an overview or comparison of recent episodes, which is helpful. The trends area is where a lot of people were excited for. This can be helpful if you have data to analyze. So as of now, there's not much you can see, but this is where you can visually see listener patterns over time. For example, you can now see total time listened. You can look at a graph that tells you at exactly what part of the podcast people drop off or they quit listening. Very, very powerful information for creators. This works also in videos as well as podcasts. So if I see that 50% of my podcasters stop listening at minute 12 of a certain episode, I might want to go check and see what happened at minute 12 that all of these people stopped listening. 
Did I say something wrong? Maybe there was a problem with the audio or the recording. Maybe my episodes are too long and people are bored and they're leaving before it's over. This could also be important information for advertisers. I would want to know if I was paying for ads that they said at the end of the show, how many people are actually sticking around and listening to the end of your show? Well, now you can see. Listening behavior and marketing go hand in hand. And as a creative, if I see or notice a trend in how people listen to my podcast or watch my videos, I can make changes to make better content. If you notice that a lot of devices are dropping off at the very beginning of your podcast, for example, it might be because you're not telling them what the podcast is about right away and they don't want to wait. Or maybe they don't like the sound of your intro music. You can adjust. The new Apple Analytics, it might be limited at the moment, but it is a great step in the right direction, and it is my guess that there is more on the horizon in store for 2018. So there you have it, podcastconnect.com. Be sure to put the S on the end of podcast. Sign in with your Apple ID and password. Manage your podcast. Learn how to create a podcast and much more. Launch a brand new podcast and analyze the numbers to make sure that you are creating podcasts that people want to hear. I thank you for joining me today, and I wish every one of you a very happy holiday season. And if the holidays have come and gone while you are listening to this podcast, I still wish nothing but the best for you. And I hope you join my one-man band, and together we can learn, create, and move forward. Cheers. Cheers.